and we are live. Good evening, Bitcoiners. How are you all doing to all my friends around the world? Uh, today is Monday, the 13th of December 2021. As always, strong Bitcoin hand and don't panic, just hodl. Um, I don't know whether we're going to get through the show. I have had a couple of hours of total frustration. The the software keeps crashing. So if we get through the show, it'll be absolutely fantastic. So fingers crossed. I couldn't even put my video into the uh, countdown, as you would have just seen, because everything was just going wrong. So I'm really keeping my fingers crossed that we can get through this. Something's happening with the live streaming software, and I don't know what it is. So um, if it goes wrong, just bear with me. We had enough hassle last week when we were on a uh, away on 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 vacation. So uh, now I'm back in the studio. I'm hoping it's all going to work okay. So fingers crossed on that one. So as always, don't forget to pound the like button if you're new here. Hit that subscribe button and the bell and the all button. That will notify you when I go live twice a week, every Monday and every Thursday at 6 p.m. United Kingdom time. So as always, welcome to all my Bitcoin friends from around the world. As always, thank you for your ongoing support. I greatly appreciate it. And for those of you that joined us on the 21 Million Club uh, private Zoom meetup on Saturday evening, it was great to have you all in the house. <clears throat> we had a, an absolute blast along with a couple of drinks to celebrate Christmas um, for two and a half hours, and I absolutely loved it. So those that joined, I'm sure you got something from it as well, and thank you for being there with us on the 21 Million Club. <clears throat> Excuse me. So very, very quickly, uh, my disclaimer, this is really for new people, um, well, for everyone, actually. If you're new here, it is imperative you don't take any notice of what I say apart from anything I say encouraging you to get in that rabbit hole and do your own research. If you're going to buy Bitcoin, only buy what you're willing to lose. You know, I'm not saying you're going to lose it, but I'm saying you've got to be prepared to lose it because as a 12-year-old asset, Bitcoin is new, it is evolving, and we know that something you know, we haven't got a crystal ball, could take the thing down. Uh, highly unlikely, but you've got to be prepared for that if you are going to put your hard-earned money uh, into it. So that's a disclaimer. I would encourage you all to check out ukbitcoinmaster.com. That is where you'll find every YouTube video I've ever done since, I believe, April the 23rd, 2018, I believe. And check out bitcoininterviews.com where you will find all the interviews that I've done to date with, I've got to say, some of the greatest minds in Bitcoin today. And stick around to the end because hopefully I'm going to be telling you about another incredible mind that I'm going to be chatting and talking Bitcoin with this coming Thursday. So stick around to the end, people, and I'll announce who my live guest is for this Thursday. So let's get that out of the way. Very quickly, let's move over and see who we've uh, got in the chat. Vinny Rondo, I've been chatting with you. Welcome, Vinny. Always great to have you in the house. We've uh, got Dave Shackelford coming in from Phoenix. Welcome, Dave. 
Uh, my nephew, Paul Hill, he's in the house. Good to see you with us, Paul. Um, my lovely wife, Elaine, is with us. Lance Hoddle's in the house. WD, formerly Wilco. Welcome, WD. Johnny Midas coming in from the US. Matthew Underhill uh, from the Bitcoin book. Welcome to you, Matthew. We've got Alexis Menard, opposite classified. Um, I don't want to miss anyone before we get going. That is it for now. Welcome, everyone. Don't forget to pound the like button. Don't forget to retweet. Tweet this if you are on Twitter. It would help me tremendously. So, without further ado, let's have a very, very quick look over on the desktop and see what's going on with the price. And if you're freaking out, don't. This is what Bitcoin does. That is where I'm why I'm wearing the T-shirt. Don't panic. Just hodl. And I'm going to try and help you all out if you're new to this and you're freaking. What you're looking at right now is the chart really since 2010. And you can see that little bump in the road at 2014. This is for the noobs. That is was really the first, you know, pump up after the, the first halving. Then we come along to 2018 and we have the 2017 run up. Hang on, uh, which is... Uh, this one here, I'm sure you can see it. And of course, then we had the bear market, the correction and the bear market, and then the run up again. And here we are with all this lot going on. So maybe you're thinking we're coming down here and we're going back into a bear market again. And I would say to you, are you prepared if we do? Because we could. You know, all the on-chain metrics are saying we're not, but we could. And if we did, are you prepared for that? Because I am. And that's really important. But I want to try and do something and show you something. So remember this chart that you're looking at right now, and I'm going to replace it with this image. So this is where we are right now. And I don't think, yeah, you can see I've my cursor here. I've taken all the figures away. Here's the thing. You've seen Bitcoin shoot up, come back down, fly up, come back down. There's a lot of talk about a super cycle. You know, are we breaking out of this four year cycle where we have a halving, then a run up and then a correction, then a two year bear market, then another halving and then it go, you know, it's cyclical. It all happens again. Or could we be just coming back down here because a load of whales are dumping on the market and then all of a sudden you go and sell your coins, watch the screen, and this happens. None of us know. We haven't got that crystal ball. So what I'm saying to you is don't panic, people. Hodl, which is hold on for dear life if you're new. Just keep stacking those sats and hold your Bitcoin because we just do not know what is going to happen with Bitcoin. And so many people go and freak out here. They sell the coins. There's a turnaround and the thing goes wild again. I don't know what's going on with the price. I can't predict it. All I know, I'm all in and I'm holding for the long term. And as each payday comes around, I'm stacking sats or I'm dollar cost averaging. That's coming up in a couple of days from now. And whatever the market is, whatever the price is, I put my amount by every month into Bitcoin. And whether you're paid weekly, daily, monthly, fortnightly, whatever, you want to be doing exactly the same and ignoring the price 
because clearly it is a small enough uh, market cap where some whales are manipulating it to try and shake out weak hands out of the market. So, 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 so important. So let's get on with what I want to cover today. Um, again, I've got a great video for you. And if you're new to all of this, why do I run short video clips? And I'll tell you why. Because I've got a working class background. Yorkie Bitcoiner, Bram VDB, welcome you guys. I've just seen you uh, come into the chat there. Um, I've got a background working class as a truck driver, lorry driver, trucker, whatever you might call it, wherever you live in the world. So I'm not finance background, not finance orientated. And therefore, some people might watch my channel and think, what the hell do you know about all this? And why are you telling us what we should do? Well, firstly, I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm simply outlining that I'm trying to inspire people to get in the rabbit hole, do their own research, draw their own conclusions, and then invest what they're willing to invest. But the reason I run these video clips is because I want to lend credibility to what I am saying and use my voice through the voice of other very prominent people. So I get on YouTube and I follow certain people and I watch certain podcasts because A, I want to learn and B, I want to pass some of their messages on to you guys. So the guy that I'm going to encourage you all to listen to uh, today in sections is a guy that's been a gold bug all of his life. His business is all about gold. And some of you are thinking, Max Kaiser, Max Kaiser, certainly not Peter Schiff, that's for sure. But I'm going to talk to you about somebody I'm trying to get on as a guest, and that is a guy called Lawrence Lepard. And if you don't know who Lawrence Lepard is, you're just going to see who he is. But he's been on several podcasts recently, and he is absolutely superb in what he is saying. And, you know, I, I don't want anybody to start beating up on me here, but I I tend to be with him to a degree. And that is, what's the real enemy here? The real enemy is not Bitcoiners versus gold, gold versus Bitcoiners. It is <coughs> hard asset owners, Bitcoin and gold versus crappy fiat. So therefore, I believe that we're going to live in a world where there's still going to be gold bugs and there's still going to be Bitcoin. Now, what I also feel is Bitcoin is going to take market cap and exceed gold. But I still think gold's going to be around and gold's going to have its place for those people that want to stick with gold. Zaza, welcome. Good to see you in the house, my good man, as always. So let's have a listen to Lawrence Lepard on his first excerpt. And in this part, he talks about how, you know, he reckons the money printers are running scared of Bitcoin and the world needs to wake up. Bitcoin, you know, the best performing asset in the last 12 years. And, you know, he finishes this segment by talking about, you know, a Bitcoin could be worth between one and 10 million a coin. So let's have a listen to Lawrence Lepard. You know, Bitcoin and the price of Bitcoin has got to be scaring the living shit out of the money printers because that's Sorry. the one price that they can't control. They've got the gold price pretty well controlled. And it's what it's saying to the world is, hey, hey, wake up. Your money's failing. You know, look at this. This this immutable digital form of money that can't be printed at will 
has become the, the strongest savings vehicle that we've seen in the last, I mean, I don't think anything, I don't think any financial asset has ever performed as well as Bitcoin has performed in the last 12 years. I'm pretty sure I'm correct in making that statement. And, and, and I, you know, one thing I know from investing history is that, you know, trends in motion tend to continue. And so I tend to think that, you know, it's done really well for the past 12 years. I think it's going to do really well for the next 12 years. I mean, I, you know, I fully expect, I mean, we're on that adoption curve where we're at about 10% tipping point. I fully expect these coins are going to be worth between one and 10 million apiece. That's not me saying that, people. That is somebody that is very well respected in the financial world. Max Kaiser constantly gets him on his um, Kaiser report. And Lawrence talks about what's going on with the world, takes a macro view of the world. And there's a guy saying that, you know, Bitcoin could be worth between one and 10 million a coin. That's not me. That is Lawrence Lepard. So, you know, I'm hoping to get him on the show in the new year and have a chat with him, re-gold, Bitcoin and the like. So look out for that one. He also goes on to say that, um, you know, investing history shows that governments can debase currencies at will to keep themselves in power. Bitcoin allows us to opt out as they will go under slowly and then all at once. He's seeing it with wealthy clients who want in on Bitcoin and then start increasing their allocations as they see it more and they understand it more. So let's listen to this segment. I mean, that's that's the fundamental problem, that the government has the ability to debase the currency at will and they have the incentive to do it because that's what keeps the people who run the government in power. And they're not there to make our lives better. They're there to maintain their power. And so, you know, we have to act accordingly. And the best and, and you might and that might make you angry. I know it makes me extremely angry. And it ought to make other people angry. But, you know, we, we all it's like we, we all get to vote with our feet, right? I mean, you can opt out of that system. You can say, no, I'm not going to buy your crappy paper. I'm not going to buy your bonds. I'm not going to buy your stocks. I'm going to take my savings, and I'm going to put my savings in silver and gold and Bitcoin. You know, And I don't care what you say. Um, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to tell my friends about it, and they're going to put their savings there too. And and that's all we're doing, is it not? We're just telling, somebody was saying in the chat earlier, you know, about telling their friends to get Bitcoin. But of course, we don't know whether they will or they won't. And the interesting thing is, seriously, people, we can lead a horse to water, but we cannot make the horse drink. And our job is not to try and convince anyone. Our job is to tell people what we've discovered, allow them to do their own research. And if they don't want to move on. You're not going to change the world. You're always going to get this. You know, I believe that 5% of the world hold more wealth than the other 95% of the world put together. So by that definition, you are only going to get a small percentage of people that wake up and look at what's happening, start questioning the financial system, start questioning their governments and then asking questions and, and then finally find Bitcoin. So our job is not to try and convince people. Our job is to keep putting that message out there. Uh, what is Yorkie saying? He's a smart gold bug who really understands Bitcoin. He's also super polite and always thanks people on Twitter. He is um, super polite, Yorkie. I'm, I'm in talks with him right now and I'm really hoping that I can get him uh, live on my show um, in the new year. So a really, a really decent guy, I have to say. Let's continue with this part. And, you know, pretty soon, 
there aren't just 10% of us doing this, which is kind of what the Bitcoin penetration numbers are now, but there are 20% or 30% or 40%. And, you know, and the prices keep going up. And that tells people, hey, this stuff's working and the dollar and inflation keeps going up. And so, you know, the dollar is failing. This hard stuff is working. Huh. And then pretty soon, you know, it's Hemingway, right? You went bankrupt slowly and then all at once. Yep. You know, and so slowly but surely, people, everyone becomes aware of the inflation. Everyone becomes aware that these protective things are there. Okay, I want to stop it for a moment there. Do you think your government is going to get on TV, on the news and say, people, we are collapsing. It's all going pear-shaped. No, they're going to sell the masses the narrative that everything is okay until it goes and then it goes quickly. And the reason they do that is because they want to protect themselves before the whole thing goes down. So they're going to spin a narrative on the mainstream media that all is well. So what Lawrence is saying there, slowly, slowly, and then suddenly, keep that in mind. And then people go, okay, I get it. This isn't, this isn't going to end. This isn't just like temporary. This is serious. I really need to get out of here. You know, and I'm seeing it. I mean, I, I deal with, I have clients who are very wealthy, many of them, and they all were kind of skeptical, and they're waking up, and they're like, oh, you know what, you're right. And they started off with maybe a small allocation of this stuff, and they keep increasing their allocation. It's working. And they're like, oh, yeah, boy, I did see what Congress is doing. That's not good. You, you are right. I'm going to give you some more money. You know, that's the trend, you know. And so it, it's, just, it's, it's, it's just basic human nature. It's basic human nature, but and yet many people just go through with their eyes shut. They've got their blinkers on. They listen to the mainstream news and they believe all that stuff. And it's really important, whoever you are that might be watching this, that you dig in, you do some research and you find out how corrupt governments are and how they manipulate everything for their own ends. The next part, he talks about how, you know, innately humans will migrate to what is working, you know, and Bitcoin's working. He regret. He was saying he regrets missing out on previous big trends. He'll talk about some of them in a minute. You know, zoom out for 10 years and see where Bitcoin is. Um, he says, and he says, in investing, one of the keys is to avoid regret. At least have some skin in the game. Let's have a listen. And I mean, one thing human beings will do is they will migrate towards what is working. And this is working, right? It is working. And, you know, a trend in motion, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm kicking myself that I didn't figure out that Google was working. And I'm kicking myself that I didn't figure out that Amazon was working. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, well, they're too expensive. I can't buy those. Well, you know, and so to anyone who says, oh, 60000 is too much for a Bitcoin, you watch. I mean... Ten years from now, when they're trading at $2 million. People, don't get stuck on this 47,600 Bitcoin. You need to separate price and fundamentals. The price is being manipulated by the whales and other, uh, other forces. Okay. What you need to understand is we're part of a movement. We are part of a movement to move away from controlling governments that want to keep the masses poor and take us down a socialist route and into almost 
communist style China where you can't do anything or go anywhere without the government knowing it and maybe stopping you because you're late making a bill payment or something. And we're, you know, what we're looking at is we're looking at a movement where slowly, slowly, then suddenly, the slowly, slowly has been the last 12 years where many of us have had everyone laugh in our face, ridicule us, roll their eyes when we mention Bitcoin, talk about us behind our backs. And you've got to do that. You've got to put up with that. You've got to have thick skin, ignore the day-to-day price, because ultimately when you zoom out over time, and he's just said it here, he's not going to be surprised to see a Bitcoin between one and 10 million a coin in a decade. Now, If you bought a Bitcoin at 47K, 60K, 100K, 20K or 300K and a Bitcoin's 5 million quid in a decade from now, are you going to be worried about it? So stop focusing on price is the one thing I would drive home to every single one of you. Because if you do look at it day to day, I'm telling you now, you're going to go stir crazy. You know, you're going to eat those words. And so... In investing, I, I believe one of the key things you want to do is you want to avoid regret. And so you don't really know what's going to happen. But if you knew about Bitcoin and you thought it might become worth a lot, you know, wouldn't you want to have some of it? Maybe not, you know, you know like I tell people, just have some. Don't You don't need to have 100% of your net worth in Bitcoin. You know, have 5%, 10%, 1%. Get started. You know, it's a trend in motion. And, of course, what happens, as you know, I'm sure you've seen this with people you've, you've orange-pilled, Dennis, once you get people started, you know, oh, I get it now, and they, they kind of grow. And, they, you know, I mean, that's how I started. You buy a few coins, you buy a few more coins, you buy a few. Pretty soon you really understand it, and you're like, oh, my goodness, this is really important. I want to you know, not spend money just so I can own more of these coins because I know they're going to be worth a lot of money. Sorry, I've got to just interject there. That's what everybody that is, you know, in the Bitcoin rabbit hole is doing. How can I get more Bitcoin? What can I not buy? What can I sell? What extra work can I do so that I can stack more sats? And when you understand Bitcoin right in here and in here, you think, I just don't have enough. Michael Saylor, with the thousands of Bitcoin that he's got, breaks, wakes up in a hot sweat at night thinking, I don't have enough Bitcoin. So always keep the mindset of every single few satoshis you can earn, make, get tips for whatever it might be, you want to hold on to them for dear life. Because a few hundred Satoshis today could be worth a heck of a lot in a decade from now. Right. And that's that's what happens to most people who get involved with it. I timed that wrong, but there you go. So what is he saying? You know, this is not me. This is Lawrence Lepard saying this. He talks about DCAing and removing dollar cost averaging if you're brand new to all of this, buying a little bit regularly. If you've got something in your country where you can set up auto buy, then do that. You can do that in the UK with a company called Coin Corner. I've got a link in my show notes. If you click that link very kindly, that will uh, use my affiliate link and I'll get a tiny bit of Bitcoin and you'll get a tiny bit of Bitcoin so we can all help each other that way. But Coin Corner Corner's great in the UK. I'm I'm interviewing their CEO at the start of January, Danny. So join me for that. Um, Obviously, if you're in America, you've got Swan Bitcoin, but learn how you set this up automatic. So, you know, it takes it from your bank and then buys the Bitcoin automatically for you. 
no different to somebody that might set up a direct debit or a standing order to pay their council tax or their car payment or whatever it might be. Once you set DCAing up automatically, it takes emotion out of it. And every week, month, whatever you set it up for day, you know, that auto buy is done on your behalf, which is available. So he's talking about DCAing and removing all the emotions, which then smooth out the ride. So many people feel they made a mistake when it drops and then they blow it out. And this is the big issue. And that is why I put in the on, on the thumbnail most people do it all wrong. They buy when the damn thing's pumping up and there's hype, and then they sell when it crashes down, and they do it wrong. And he talks about this um, in a moment. He said, and it's basically because of a lack of understanding. So many lose money even when a fund produces massively over time just for a basic lack of understanding when they could have made massive gains if they just took the time to understand it a bit. So, Massive drops in price, he says, are an enormous gift when you understand it. Let's listen to that sector. You know, one of the things that I find sad about Bitcoin is, you know, you must know some people like this. I know I do. People who bought it in 2017 at 17,000, right? And then it then it did its swan dive down to three or four thousand. You know, and I was buying them down there. Yeah. And, and there's, oh God damn it! I, you know, I made a mistake, and they sold, right? They took a loss and they sold, and they because they didn't understand what it was, and so, you know, one of the tougher parts about Bitcoin is that it does it is volatile and it does have serious corrections, and that's as you would expect with a new technology yep. that's in the process of being adopted. Emotions run really strong one way, and then they run really strong the other way. That's why I think the, the dollar cost averaging is the best solution. You know, you just I mean I buy I buy Bitcoin every week. I'm going to let that run. Dollar cost averaging and everything is a much smarter way. I mean, so many people, you know, they wait until there's all kinds of excitement. It's ripped and, and chased it and gone straight up. They buy it. It corrects. They think, oh, I made a mistake, and they blow it out. That happens in stock. It happens everywhere. And it's, it's a natural human tendency. You have to fight it. You absolutely have to fight it. I mean, there have been studies that have shown that. People who invested with Merrill Lynch, or with uh, Peter Lynch's Magellan Fund, they studied all these investors. I mean, it was the best fund ever during the 80s and 90s. And and yet, like half the people who were clients of it never made any money. And the reason they didn't make any money is what they did was, they when it was going up, they'd chase it and buy it. Yep. And then when it went down, they'd panic and sell it. So they managed to buy and sell at the exact wrong time. I mean, in a fund that kind of went up consistently over a bunch of years, right? And so if they had just, and if, of course, if they had just hung on, they would have done great. But if they'd done even better, if they had, when it went up, not really sold it, but just kind of sat there. And when it went down, averaged down and bought more when it went down, or dollar cost average, they'd have done really great. And and that's the way I look at Bitcoin. I mean, if you know, if Bitcoin Bitcoin's at sixty something right now, if Bitcoin were to go to thirty or twenty five, I would view that as an enormous gift. I mean, I would probably increase my buying significantly. You see, when you understand Bitcoin and you see a huge correction, it doesn't freak you out. You just wish you had more fiat cash at bank where you could buy the dip. Uh, I'm all in. I've said this a million times. I'm all in and I can't DCA until payday. So, you know, it is what it is. But if you're in a situation where, you know, you've got funds, hold on, wait for a correction and then get in and mop up those cheap Satoshis. Uh, quickly pick up on something your key Bitcoiner said um, in the chat. 
chat. Coinfloor is a great platform, but beware of that fixed transaction fee when moving to cold storage. I actually spoke, I reached out on DM with Danny and asked a question on this. And he said they're working on it, but it's basically a fixed fee. So, you know, hold, you, buy your, your, your Bitcoin on Coin Corner, let it amount to a certain amount. And then move it off to cold storage because the fee remains the same. But they're looking into all of that. And he is aware of it, Yorkie. So way to go, man. But thanks for pointing uh, that one out for sure. I've seen Frosty Ashingdon has joined the chat. Welcome, Frosty. Good to see you in the house. Johnny Midas is with us. Um, great to see you as well, Johnny. I may have given you a shout out earlier, but hey, that's what happens when you get a little bit older is what it is. Right. We got one more segment here and then we'll move over to some tweets. Don't forget, stick around. I'll be announcing my live guest for Thursday. So don't disappear, people. He talks about when talking to friends and I, I, I concur with this. He said, we need to explain some basics like discussed earlier, as most don't even know what the term hodl means. They see hodl and they think, what does hodl mean? So we need to you know, take the time just to explain to them about Bitcoin's volatility and the fact that just because it corrects 20 or 30 percent, it isn't going to zero. It is what Bitcoin does, because he's talking about if we don't do that and we just say to people, get in and buy Bitcoin, get in and buy Bitcoin. And then it corrects. We're actually hurting those people. And most of those people are loved ones, their friends, their work colleagues. And we don't want to hurt them. I mean, he talks about and you'll hear it. He says Bitcoin has had multiple 40 to 80 percent corrections. So it's normal. But noobs don't know that. Let's listen. When, when recommending it to friends, I think it's important that, they, that you understand that not everybody understands the concept of hodling. You know? And so if you go recommend it to somebody and it draws down and they freak out and they sell it, well, then you've actually hurt them. You know, and so I think it's important. And, 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 and investments tend to, they have characteristics, and they tend to repeat those characteristics. And Bitcoin, I've got a chart on my wall that shows it. Bitcoin has had multiple drawdowns of between 40 and 80%. And so, you know, any buyer at any point in time should ask themselves, could I handle this? If it went down 40%, would I sell it? If it went down 70%, would I sell it? If the answer is no, I wouldn't, I'd hold it because I believe in it long term, then have at it. And absolutely have at it. But, you know, you should understand that those things are possibilities or else you're not doing it right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, to, to buy something, have it go down 60%, you should hold it, but you panic and you sell it. Well, then you've hurt yourself and, and you don't want to do that, you know. So I wanted to, I really wanted to hammer that point home. If you can learn that it's normal, I mean, we're all on here and we're all on, you know, on in Bitcoin, we're on different shows and we say, yeah, I've got a strong hand. But have you got a strong hand? Have you got a strong hand when that thing hammers downwards 40, 60, 80 percent? I know I have, but have you? Uh, it's all right to talk it up and say, yeah, I've got a strong hand. But have you? Because those corrections are out there, as, as Lawrence said, and they're absolutely real. And you'll know you're in Bitcoin when you see these corrections as a positive to buy more than freaking out because the price is going down. So for me, if there's huge corrections and I could get my hands on some some dosh, 
I'd, I'd definitely buy more Bitcoin. I really would. So I hope you enjoyed that from Lawrence. Look out in the new year. I'm hoping I'm going to get him on as a guest. Let's quickly whiz over to the desktop for a minute. Quick shout out to Matthew's book, uh, the Bitcoin book, which I haven't zoomed that in properly. Um, a great book for beginners. I would say check it out on Amazon. Very easy read. If you're a listener, you can listen on Audible, which I've done. I've got the book as well. And I would highly recommend this as a beginner's book before you get somebody reading Saifedina Moose's The Bitcoin Standard. So do check that out. Quick shout out to BitcoinToTheMoon.com. He's a friend of mine down in Australia. I've met him when he was in the UK a couple of years ago. We spent about eight hours together. What a really lovely guy. Um, He's got this um, digital asset portfolio that he's selling. You've seen me wear the Bitcoin to the Moon t-shirt over here. Um, I've got that. Um, He's got Bitcoin to the moon.com btc to the moon.com it's a complete package with other stuff as well check it out at bitcoin to the moon.com obviously and if you know any whales that have got hundreds if not thousands of bitcoin and they are happy to get rid of 10 or 11 bitcoin um they could have the rights to bitcoin to the moon.com and that's a big deal because Everyone talks about when is Bitcoin going to the moon? So a real big deal. And, uh, you know, a whale would love to get their hands on this. I've just seen Mark Malady in the chat. Mark, welcome back. Haven't seen you around for a while. Great to have you with us. Torrup's just joined us. Welcome, Torrup. Good to see you in the house. So a few tweets. If you're new or if you just joined us, stick to the end, people. I'm announcing my live guest for Thursday, a corker, and I can't wait to talk to this person. Adam Back replied to this tweet from Last Coin Standing. Last Coin Standing said, um, confession, I still don't get Michael Saylor's concept of Bitcoin uh, being a digital energy. I totally get the concept of digital property as it has the characteristics of property, brackets, appreciation in value, scarce and desirable, can earn a yield, collateral, close brackets, but not the energy argument. So Adam Back responded with, he's using hyperbolic metaphors deadpan. What that means, I don't know if it's American term. I know Adam Back's English. It's confusing to those of us who expect more grounded analogies. Um, He just means you preserve your spending power with Bitcoin. So Adam Back doing his bit there to um, uh, um, explain to those that don't quite get it. And even I struggle to get my head around this Bitcoin is energy thing. But I I think I get where Sailor is going with that. Um, Mark asks you to read his comment if you can. Thank you, Elaine. Uh, I've owned Bitcoin since 2016-17, and I'll be honest, I'm tired of the BS manipulation by whomever. I get it, Mark, but we can't change it. You've got to deal with it or sell your coins and go do something else. For me, I'd just deal with it, but I do take your point. He says, it's draining, and I keep hearing that Bitcoin, that's Bitcoin. Well, do you, ex- oh, there you go. Something's just gone wrong on my screen, people. I've actually just, I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, everything's crashing around me. Um, I don't know what you people can see. You can probably see the chat now. So 
hold with me a minute. Actually, let me just, you can all hear me. I know you can. So, and I keep hearing that's Bitcoin. Well, do you accept all things in life that flippant, that flippantly? Uh, no, I don't, Mark. But, you know, it is Bitcoin. And we either deal with that and we just accept it or we don't deal with it. And, you know, we cry into our pillow. It is what it is. You can't change it, my friend. You know, when you've got a brand new money that's only 12 years old, it's going to be manipulated. You know, when it is 10 trillion, 100 billion, a trillion, that's going to even itself out. But until then, it's brand new. My screens are going nuts. Everything's crashing here. So the only thing I'm working on is the fact that hopefully you guys can all hear me. Um, it's going doolally. I knew it would be. I, I did explain earlier that I was having loads of problems with all of this. Um, so I'm going to try and do my bit to get it back over to the correct display. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's gone and resized itself. Hang on. Um, so, Mark, I, I understand where you're coming from, my friend. I really do. But unfortunately, we can't change it. I just wanted to finish up with that. And I respect how you're feeling. I don't know whether I've got this back correctly, but it might go again in a minute. So uh, let's carry on. Let's get another tweet up. Um, here's one from Daniel Prince. He's a Brit that's gone out of the crazy UK. Receiving lightning Bitcoin payments to an email address is this simple. What he's talking about is on Coin Corner, you can now set yourself up uh, with uh, a lightning address of your choosing uh, via the name. And I'll show you mine at the end. I've got it all set up to show you all. So log in, go to settings, claim your lightning URL, choose your name, voila, you're up and running and you can take lightning payments. Absolutely superb there. Bitcoin Beach uh, tweeted, People are wildly underestimating how much faster the economy of El Salvador will grow because of Bitcoin adoption. They have changed the narrative about the country virtually overnight and are seeing surging tourism, real estate development and tech slash finance companies uh, starting up. So, you know, we may be looking at the price up and down like a fiddler's elbow, but What's going on behind the scenes is absolutely crazy at breakneck speed. So, you know, hang on in there, people. You know, we are in this new adoption phase. This is going through what we call price discovery. And when that happens, it's going to be manipulated. It doesn't mean you're not holding the most pristine asset the world has ever seen. And it is right up there with the invention of the wheel. So just cling on. And when the dumps come, buy more Bitcoin if you can. Uh, Mark Moss. Mark Moss is somebody well worth following, people. You can follow him um, at one Mark Moss on Twitter. He puts some cracking videos out there. He says another massive obstacle Bitcoin has overcome without skipping a beat. Tried and true, battle hardened and ready to go. And it's in response to Dylan Leclerc from uh, Bitcoin magazine saying breaking the Bitcoin hash rate has made a new all time high. A little over six months following the China mining ban, the Bitcoin network is stronger than ever. So if China banning Bitcoin didn't take it down, then and it's bounced back and we've hit a new all-time high in the hash rate. Bitcoin ain't going anywhere, people, apart from up over time. So again, the message is loud and clear. Don't panic. 
just buy and hold or hodl that Bitcoin and you'll be in a good place. Uh, Tucker Carlson, I don't really know who he is apart from he's got the highest ratings cable news show uh, out there in America, apparently. Uh, People buy Bitcoin when the US dollar is no longer safe. In the show notes is a link to that video on Twitter where this guy, this this Um, This celebrity, this well-known name in America is saying that people are piling into Bitcoin. So, man, it's all happening. The price might be doing what it's doing. But in terms of innovation, excitement, more and more adoption, more and more big names putting the Bitcoin uh, message out there, it is all happening, people. So buy and hold and just ignore the the day-to-day price swings. Seriously, I can't say that strong enough. It's not financial advice. I'm not allowed to give it. But my advice as a regular dude is just for goodness sake, if you're not off zero, get off zero and flipping get some Bitcoin. Stick around. I'm going to announce my live guest for Thursday. Before that, I love this quote from the late great Jim Rowan, and that is formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. What does that mean? If you go and get a formal education in a job or you go off to uni and get a degree, you know, great. So you got a bit of paper, but that doesn't guarantee you to make a fortune, close quotes. What you're saying is self-education. Get in the Bitcoin rabbit hole. That is the self-education you need to do. um, And then you'll understand why Bitcoin. That's the important bit. So get in the rabbit. And it's only advice. Do your own research. And then that self-education will teach you why you should be holding Bitcoin. Now to my live guest for Thursday. It is no less than Mr. Mark Moss. 60,000 followers on Twitter. He's a financial guy. He's a surfer. He lives down um, in Puerto Rico. Um, He talks about how you, if you follow his YouTube channel there, um, he's also on a nationally syndicated radio show on iHeartRadio in the US. He's obviously Mark Moss on YouTube. I only found him maybe five or six months ago. And some of the content he puts out about the financial system collapsing is fantastic. He did a video recently on how you can retire and live on Bitcoin without paying any taxes. I would encourage you to to go and follow Mark Moss. He really is superb. And he is my live guest for Thursday. So people, as you can see now on the screen, there is my tipping.me address if you want to drop a few lightning sats. But also you can type in UK Bitcoin Master at coincorner.io on Wallet of Satoshi and you can send sats to me by my unique UK Bitcoin Master Lightning address, which I absolutely love. So if you want to drop a tip, there it is. If you're brand new to all of this and you want a consultation with me, either 30 minutes or 60 minutes at the bottom of my show notes, there is a link. It takes you to my live calendar where you can book an appointment with me. Uh, Clearly, you won't get the appointment unless you pay the Satoshis, but you can book an appointment. I can just talk with you for 30 minutes. Talk with you for an hour and just help you understand Bitcoin. It could be a Trezor consultation. It could be anything like that. But if you want it, it's there. 
I don't do this show for financial gain, but if you do enjoy my content, you know, I don't need sats, but they're always appreciated for those that drop any satoshis. And there are the addresses right there. So my apologies, people, for the technical issues. I knew it was going to happen, but I'm starting to learn how to manage these technical issues, even if they happen when uh, I'm live. It is the reason I go live. I don't want to put recordings up. I don't want to upload recordings that have been done in the past. I want to interact with my audience. Buffy W, good to see you in the house. I want to interact live with my audience, read out your comments in real time. That is why I go live. And the really interesting thing is when I reach out to these guests like Mark Moss and talk about, would you come on my show? They say, when do you want to record it? And I go, no, I want to do this live in real time. And they go, Oh, really? And it's like, whoa, yes, I go live, even if things go wrong. So, people, that is your UK Bitcoin Master Live show for today, the 13th of December, 2021. As always, strong Bitcoin hand. Don't panic. Just buy and hold and all will be well in five years, 10 years, etc. I'm going to wish you all a superb morning, afternoon, evening or week, wherever you are in the world. Come and join me on Thursday at 6 p.m. London, where I'll be chatting with Mark Moss. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. He's a great guy. I can't wait to interact with him. Have a great week. I'm out of here. I'll leave you with my social media links. Oh, if you're on the podcast, thanks for listening. Uh, Do share it where you listen. If you're watching on YouTube, the squares will come up somewhere over here uh, within 24 hours. I'll catch you all on Thursday. I'm out of here. Thanks a lot.